Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am your host, Chris Reese, and as always, my mission is to help you to apply God's Word to your everyday life. I hope you have been enjoying our series on faith. We're actually about to enter into a new series on how to deal with toxic people God's way. Toxic people are all around us, and sometimes we can swing the pendulum from trying to be so Christ-like that we almost enable their behavior, or we swing it to the other side and we try to take control and take vengeance for ourselves. And obviously, neither one is going to be productive in the long run. So I'm hoping that you enjoy our journey over the next few weeks as we begin to touch on how to deal with these difficult people the way God would. So today we are in episode 16, and I want to talk to you specifically about what do you do when someone does you wrong? Have you ever been let down by someone? I mean, royally hurt by the very person that you thought had your back. Well, no one gets through life without being let down. Sometimes we're unintentionally hurt by the mistakes of those who love us, and other times we're betrayed by the evil, self-centered motives of those that we thought actually cared. And many of us travel through life trying to avoid getting hurt. We put up our defenses and we erect walls that try to keep people at a distance. But since love and relationships are one of the greatest human needs, avoidance usually isn't the best option. Look, relationships are messy. And when you combine our sinful nature with our selfish desires, you often have a recipe for hurt. So what do you do when someone does you wrong? Forgiveness feels like the last thing that you want to do, but it's the very thing that will set you free. Everything in you is screaming revenge, but acting on that revenge will only cause more harm. Matthew 6.15 hits us with a hard truth, but if you do not forgive others of their sins, your Father in heaven will not forgive your sins. Ouch. Now, if that's not motivation enough to let something go, I don't know what is. But the decision to forgive doesn't always come with a warm and fuzzy feeling. So how do you forgive someone who's done you wrong? Well, we're going to talk about a few steps today. Step number one, try talking to them. Matthew 18, 15 says that if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Look, there are some offenses that can be worked out with some talking and maybe some counseling, and this can lead to a stronger relationship after. Number two, remember God's vengeance. Romans 12, 19 reminds us of God's power. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Look, God can pay back better than we ever could. If you let go of when and how, God's vengeance is much sweeter. Be patient. You'll see. Number three, metabolize the offense. 
We often want to guard ourselves against future offenses after we've been hurt, but if not done properly, this can lead to keeping good people at a distance. Instead, take the offense in, gather what you've learned, uh, what you would have done differently, and what may have been your part that you played. This will help to lessen the chances of it happening again without having to put up walls the size of Fort Knox. Number four, stop stalking them. You may not be driving around in a blacked out car or peering through their windows, but if you are checking them out on social media, you are stalking. Look, you can only move on when you've cut all ties. Seeing them on so happy on social media is only going to torment you. Plus, it's probably a lie since, let's face it, if they hurt you that, that bad and they had no remorse, there's really not too many ways that they're genuinely a happy person. Well, number five, build your self-esteem. In an effort to feel better about ourselves, we tend to tear each other down. But the only problem here is that this method keeps you down. Instead, do what you need to do to build up your self-esteem. Remember who you are in Christ. Get connected with who you are and what God created you for. Look, you've got better things to focus on in life than the one who did you wrong. Number six, pray for them and mean it. Nothing will change your heart towards a person more than sincerely giving them up to God and asking for their heart to be changed and their minds to be healed. So go ahead, try it. I dare you. Number seven, don't let their wrong make you wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. Do you remember your mama telling you that? And someday you will have to give an account for all of your actions. And as much as blaming others seems to work here on earth, it won't fly in heaven. Romans 12, 17 reminds us, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Look, this doesn't mean that you have to trust this person. That would make you a fool. But it does mean that you are responsible for how you respond. Realizing that being let down is part of life can prepare you to open your heart to all of those well-meaning people who are actually out there looking to love you for you. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. If you feel that you've had more than your fair share of wrongdoings by people you thought you could trust, I want to invite you to grab a copy of my Toxic People Survival Guide. It's yours free, and it will teach you how to identify and deal with toxic people God's way. There are too many good people out there, my friend, waiting to love you for just the way you are. But until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.